0: Welcome to Complete Edition, the podcast between a PlayStation trophy hunter and an Xbox achievement hunter. This is episode three. I'm your host, Compulsive Nerd, also Cole. I am joined by AJ. Hey, and we didn't record last week, AJ.
1: And how have you been, dude? Feels like forever. Feels like forever. Yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been stressful. So uh, the reason we didn't record last week was because my PC basically exploded. Um. Oh. So what, like. I've had my PC since, like, 2014, so it's lasted seven years, which is... it's okay. But since November, I've been getting, like, blue screens to death occasionally. I originally fixed it by rolling back some drivers, but over time, there's just, like, more and more issues and more and more things going wrong, so I'm pretty sure the hardware was broken, and it was one of those, like, pre-built PCs where... You can't really do much, like, internal tinkering or it's more difficult. So, last week, uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, three times in a day I got blue screens, and after each time, it was like the computer would only stay on for less and less time. uh, And all of them were different errors as well. It was giving me different error codes, so it was like as soon as I try and fix one thing, it's like another thing breaks. So, I basically gave up at that point. The third time... After trying to boot the third time, it had to try and repair the drive as well, the hard drive. So I like quickly just got everything onto a USB that I needed, like all my documents and stuff, all of my, you know, memes and all that. Uh, Everything I wanted to keep Um, and then just unplugged the PC and and worked from my laptop and, and ordered new parts.
0: Did you did you build an entire new PC or did you kind of rip apart your old one and replace parts?
1: I built an entirely new one, like oh a, a complete shit. fresh start. Um, how much did that send you I, back? <laughs> oh, uh, it was about £1,400-ish. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I, I, I just didn't want to deal with the old PC. And it was like, I was prepared to buy a new one since November. And, like, this was just it. It was like the final straw. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just getting everything. And I have a friend of mine that's, like, really good at, Because I've never done a build before, but a friend of mine has done tons of them, and he knows, like, more about computer hardware than me. I know, like, a a little. And so, yeah, we got a list of components, and then we ordered them, and they arrived really quickly. They arrived on the weekend, and we went and assembled it all, and I'm really, really happy with it so far. I'm still, like, nervous it's all gonna fall apart at some point, but I've I've tested, I've ran, like, benchmarks, I've got all the drivers, I've checked all the thermals and i've got like sensors on all the all the components and and stuff like iq just just looks at it and it looks like it's fine it looks like everything's working and 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 yeah it's like it's such an improvement like i've i got um an ssd for it i've i've had a mechanical hard drive in my old pc and so that's just been amazing and like the ram i've got is actually fast and and good this time and I uh, we managed to find a 3070 uh, graphics card. Holy so, shit! <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I've got that going. So um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. I've been playing um, been playing CSGO um, at like max settings, and I get like 400 FPS on it. Jesus. So it's uh, it's ridiculous, um, and it makes it makes aiming so much easier in that game. Like to have a high frame rate. Um, I used to get on my old PC, I used to get, like, hitches and stutters when I was close to smoke grenades because of all, like, the alpha effects and, and, and stuff going on. And the game on my old PC ran at, like, 20 to 40 FPS on, like, pretty low settings. So it's, like, totally the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of how that game runs. I know, I know you know, CSGO came out in, like, 2013. It's not... it Obviously, my my PC can can handle, you know more than that but i just play CS so often that i'm like i'm so familiar with it that like i know like i notice all the small details and like how different it is but yeah i need to i need to like download flight simulator or, or something and just give give my pc a test but yeah it's been it's been great but very stressful as well like last week and just just dealing with a nightmare but it, it it's hopefully over now
0: i would hope so having a new PC. I been. I was on the same thing. Like as soon as we started recording the show, like the week after I was like, I need new components, you know, and yours is a lot more for gaming and mine's a lot more for editing. But yeah, dude, I, I was running the same as you. I had a hard drive and now I have an SSD and I got new Ram and I got a new motherboard and like it just, just the SSD alone has like really helped rendering and Just my PC is so much. It boots up so much faster. It runs programs much faster. I'm just like, oh, dude, this is nine day, nine day.
1: Oh yeah, it's great as well. I've got like, like I really like how the case looks, and I really like. I mean, it's such like a nerdy thing to say. I really like the airflow and that they've got like I've got like six fans, and then I've got like a liquid CPU cooler as well. So it's like, yeah, dude. it's, It's just like a worry of like, like my old computer used to overheat all the time, and then like over time it got like dusty and and then it's like even worse so just to have that like reassurance and like i can check every individual like the rpm of the fans and the and the temperatures and it's like it's just so much i don't know it's just such a such a relief to to have to have it all sorted so
0: yeah and you were you said you were living in like a hot place and here it's been so fucking hot i think it's 100 degrees today uh fahrenheit and it's so it's so hot and like, I'm lucky that my apartment stays cool. But it, are you still like watching the temperatures, even though it's like warm
1: where you are, or, like hot in your apartment? Yeah, it's been it's been pretty hot here. I mean, obviously, I'm in the I'm in the UK, so it's not you know, I'm not in like Egypt or or any right. anywhere I guess. But like so, some some weeks get like a little hot, but it's more specifically that my room gets really hot. It's quite a small room, so you know if I've got a lot of electronics on, it heats up. Um, and then also, it's like right next to like a, a hot water tank, is in like the the next room, and it's above the kitchen, and it's like under under the floor. There's like a bunch of pipes as well that carry hot water. So basically, my room just like is like a nexus for like getting hotter than it than it gets even outside. Christ. So. Yeah, it, it's always been a concern and I, I used to have my PC on carpet as well, which obviously wasn't a good idea. So, you know, I've got it on like on like a, a plank of wood now.
0: Mine's still on carpet. I definitely need to get it off the carpet. And I like, I try to clean it often because I know that being on carpet, it's going to pull in dust. But my desk is not set up for a a tabletop PC. So, if I put it up here, it would eliminate all space on my desk. I wouldn't even know where yeah, to put my microphone.
1: Like Yeah, it's the same for me. I can't I can't fit it on my on my desk. There's no way. So, yeah, I've just got Yeah, I've just got like a plank of wood on the floor, and it, it it's better than carpet, but Yeah, there's like a huge dust filter like on. There's like huge ventilation all across the top of the case, and then there's like a dust filter, magnetic dust filter on top and all this and it's like it's so much better than my old one. My old one just had like a, a slab of metal, like with no ventilation on the top, and just just like tiny vents on the side and the back, and yeah. And and it's so cool because there's like a there's like a piece of glass on the side where you can just see in like all the internal components, and it should be better for upgrading and for if if something breaks, hopefully i'll be able to just replace the individual component instead of having to like get a new whole new pc so yeah it it feels a lot better
0: like once your once your pc was down i went to iowa and i went to see some family i was planning to do it anyways but like as soon as it happened i was like oh the stress is off my plate right now because i was gonna have to edit while i was there and i was like oh hey here's what i'll do and like i just i played games like On the go, I played it in the car on the car ride. It was like a five-hour ride, but I started to develop, like, a bad habit where playing the game, I kept falling asleep. I was playing Persona 4 Golden, and I just—I got to really good stuff. Like, I'm really excited with where the story is going, but I was falling asleep, and I would play it occasionally, but most nights I was out partying, dude, until, like, 3 a.m. Like, I was so exhausted when I came back from that trip that I didn't even game for, like, a couple days after that. It was just— exhausting i definitely want to do it again because that was like a really fun family trip and a catch-up that i haven't been able to do in a long time it's supposed to be bigger next year but after like the pandemic is weird it's so weird to be out again
1: yeah it feels yeah it feels odd returning to normal because the pandemic stuff was just normal for so long but yeah like you say i mean i get that too where like you can get i think the way that we play games because we like focus on like achievements and like challenging ourselves and, and trophies and stuff it can like Gaming can actually, like, it can, like, take it out of you. It's, like, less, it's more active than, like, watching YouTube or, like, watching Netflix or, like, whatever. So it can, like, if you're, like, super exhausted, it's, like, I don't, I, like, I can't focus on a game. I have to just do something, like, more relaxing. So, yeah, I I can definitely empathize with that. Yeah. And then do you have any more to say about your your past? No, I think that's, that's that's the most exciting stuff uh, for sure how's how how have your weeks been
0: um good I mean you know I like I said I went to Iowa and then I came back and my cousin so I'm living in a two-bedroom apartment and my cousin has been on an internship for two months so I've been living alone and he is back officially um and it's been really awesome having a roommate again like this morning we went out and we went grocery shopping and like we've been having dinner together and it's just like it's a totally different experience than living by myself. Because, like, I feel like all the food that I bought now won't go to waste. And it's it's just... It's really nice having company. I still like to shut myself away and play video games. But, I mean, like, it's just... It's such a different dynamic. And yeah. that's, like, how the other half of the two weeks went. Where I just have been, like, trying to get back to gaming and everything. But, yeah. And, like, this morning I saw some breaking news from The Verge. And it's... it They were talking about the the PS5 beta test stuff, like for the U the UX. And I saw some stuff in there that I was like, Oh my God, this is actually topical and really nice. So they're adding some options to the control center, which is like when you press the button one time, it pulls up like a quick menu that you can go through and you can like look at your Wi-Fi if it cuts out or you can like go to your friends list or you can, you know, just, it's just a quick menu to get to. And they're like finally adding the option to not just add things, they're, you can rearrange them and then you can add like vertical or horizontal and they are also adding like a new trophy tracker to that to that quick menu of the control center and you can you can track up to five trophies at the same time and i think that's fucking awesome they already do this thing with the trophy cards where when you pull it up it shows the trophies that you're closest to and some stuff that you want to go for. So this morning, I actually popped a trophy because I had just got... I was playing Watch Dogs, uh, Legion. And I had just gotten a new character with... Their occupation was a professional um, hitman. And I, one of the trophies popped up and was like, do five takedowns, stealth takedowns with a professional hitman. And I'm like, look at that. I'm playing as a professional hitman. It throws a trophy that I could attempt right now so i was like boom and i knocked that one out this morning it was a silver trophy and i'm like fuck yeah let's go so the more i play today the more i'll probably like switch things up and knock out more trophies as i play it's really nice yeah that's
1: that's cool that's uh yeah that on xbox they've got like you can choose where you can have it like on, on an overlay on the screen like your nearest achievements in a game or you can like manually select like if 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 let's say you like start a game and you're like I-, I remember there's there's some games where you like worry about collectibles not tracking. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, oh but there's some games God. where it's like sometimes you like pick one up and it doesn't register. Um but you can like you can go down the list and you can like basically pin that achievement tracker to your screen so that like as you do stuff it like ticks up and like you know that you've you've got it. So it's sort of like a similar thing where you can you can sort of mess around with the UI to Dude. to get it to sort of focus some achievements or the achievements that you're closest to or that you're progressing towards. So, Dude, yeah,
0: all, that's a really cool feature. All the PlayStation trophy hunters out there that are listening, they're just, like, a little bit boiling on the inside because we have struggled for so fucking long with no collectible trackers at all. Like, w- every trophy is just a blank page. And, like, you are trying to get the collectibles and, like, the... Im- in Infamous, I fucking made, like, I took a image of a map, I put it in paint, and I went through the map, and I every time I got one, I went over to my computer, and I marked it out on paint, like, collectibles, because I don't know how many I have. Like, you don't know how many you have on PlayStation. Xbox is so lucky to have fucking tracking, where it's like 40, you know, 40 out of 60. Like, PlayStation yeah. just doesn't have that shit, and it's, it sucks, but they're they're catching up with PS5, and they're finally adding it and more games need to fucking do that, because man, it is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. <laughs> like, just like you said, when you pick something up and you don't even know if it registers or not. Like, it's Getting so... This, oh, it's
1: such yeah, a I mean, collectibles are a nightmare in some games, just because, like, if you either miss one or one doesn't track, and it's, like, like massive open world games where, like, if you if you don't mark it off like you mentioned you can just go you like basically have to go through and go through every single collectible again to like try to find the one that you missed like oh, yeah it's uh the amount of time it's not fuel. <laughs> yeah it's uh it's not good but yeah that that's 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 great
0: yeah and that's really it like i signed up for that beta this morning but i haven't gotten any emails back once i do i'm gonna fucking jump on it because i want i want to be able to rearrange things and like you know it's early access so there's going to be bugs and stuff, but eventually it'll roll out for everyone. So even if I don't get become part of the beta, I'm like looking forward to this a lot. Let's talk about what we've been chasing, dude. Oh my God. Two weeks worth. That's going to be, I feel like it's a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is, a, is a lot for sure. Should I, should I start? Yeah. You go you ahead and to, uh... start.
0: And then like, I think this will work really well with like how, how I came up with the topic on the table for this episode. So, you'll go, and then I'll be running through my games, and I'll, like, kind of put you in the mindset that I was at whenever I started thinking about some of this stuff. It's really interesting, and I can't wait to, like, dive deep into that.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, I've got... So, there's basically two games that I've been chasing. So, the first one is Darkest Dungeon, again. So, now, finally, I'm on my final playthrough. Yes! So... I have played 116 hours of this game now, so it's it's not that I've been like it's not that over the weeks I've been like playing like oh I've just played like four hours and and I'm taking forever. No, I've been I've been grinding this game. It just takes like such a long time. So I've beaten the game on normal now. I've done all of the the final quests, um, and then from there there was this DLC called uh, The Color of Madness. Um, and it has this mode called endless harvest and there's an achievement which is possibly the hardest in the game um it, it's got the lowest unlock percentage and it's to kill 300 enemies in that mode and so the the way the mode works is you have you have to do like successive battles over and over again with no pauses and then after you do like like four battles or so you get transported to a room where you get like a random object that might heal you or or let you camp or reduce your stress and then afterwards you have more battles and then you get a boss fight after that Um, and the first two bosses are the same and then from there it's random bosses so you basically fight battles in a row get a few breaks fight more battles fight a boss then get another break, and then get more battles. And you have to keep going and keep going as long as you can. And as you go, there's modifiers that are, like, placed against you, and they stack up against you, like, more and more. Like, the further you go on, the more difficult it becomes. So you take more damage, enemies do more crits, they have more armor, they become faster. Um, So getting a run that kills 300 enemies, you have to basically do, like five or six bosses and they can be random bosses you like you can get like you can get like the hardest boss in the game twice in a row and it's like such bullshit you are just like what the fuck like like what am i supposed to do here or you can get like one of the easiest bosses you could get like one of the easiest bosses three times so you need good luck you need to have like a really good roster of heroes and what what's really annoying about it is that when it goes wrong it can go wrong really really quickly like you could just get like crit, like an enemy could just do a crit on you twice in a row, and then you're just dead. Like that's it. Um, before you even get to act again. Um, and I remember on my first attempt, well, no, no, actually it was my third attempt I think. on, on my third attempt, I got to 286, and then and then died, and I was like, oh no, because oh. by that point I'd played for like two to three hours. Like that run was like three hours long, and then. I had to restart all over again. Yeah, so so that took me a few days on its own. I, I eventually got that achievement, but that's, that's what I've been doing. So now, like, I've done the DLC, I've beaten the main game on normal. Um, so the last thing I have to do is I need to beat the game on the hardest difficulty. It's called Blood Moon, and the way it works is you can actually fail the game on this difficulty. You can't on any other difficulty. Um, so you have 16 lives, and you have a time limit of 100 weeks, and so if too many of your characters die, or you run out of weeks, you have to start the entire game over again. And this game can be, like, 20 to 40 hours, so it's, uh, not great. So, it, I mean, it's something where, like, you basically have to, unless you're, like, a, an absolute god and you, like, learn super quickly you basically want to play the first time on normal just to understand and learn the game before you attempt this because otherwise you'll just like you'll just keep bouncing off of it like if you if you tried to do the hardest difficulty first you will like fail like 10 hours in and then fail like 12 hours in and then and, and you'll just not get anywhere but on top of all of that uh, the enemies have 20% more health they do th- they have a 3% higher chance to uh, get a critical hit on you. They deal more stress damage. Your torches go down faster. Uh, so yeah, it's it's really brutal. And also, I'm playing through uh, the Crimson Court DLC during this playthrough, uh, which adds a new curse. It adds a new area and a bunch of new bosses. And I haven't beaten all of that content yet, so I'm doing that while playing. It adds some variety to it and makes it less frustrating. Although it does make it a little bit more difficult. I've, I've had a couple of attempts and, like, restarted and failed early on. Like, th- the way I've been playing it is I play quite risky at the start because, like, if you mess up, you've not lost that much progress compared to if you play, like, if you play it, like, too safe, you might get behind the curve of the game and then you'll just be in a state where you you, like, can't keep up and you don't have enough resources and then the game just, like, bleeds you out. So I play quite risky at the start because it's like if if my characters die, then I'll just restart like it's it's two, three hours of lost time instead of instead of like 15 hours of lost time. Uh, so I've had a few false starts. But yeah, so I'm still working on that. So hopefully hopefully this is it. Like like I'm I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm cheering for you. Yeah, it's uh it's really tough, but it, uh, I'm really enjoying it. And then so the the second thing I've been chasing I was fortunate enough to be sent a code for The Ascent uh, which has come out today. Um so I've been playing that this week. I've played about 5 hours of the game and I think I'm about 40% through the game. It's been really strange because this is the first time I've ever been ahead of a review embargo like I've Whoa. I've got like a press code for the game and like I'm not allowed Yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about it until yeah. today obviously and then it, yeah, it's been quite difficult to not say anything. Can like, I ask you something about it? Yeah, yeah. So I sure. watched
0: I watched a trailer this morning after you mentioned it. So that was like the very first time I had heard about it. And I I got to see that it kinda looks like a strategy game. It's a like top like isometric. Is that the right term?
1: Third person Yeah, shooter. so it, it's it's and um the way I describe it is it's an isometric twin stick shooter action RPG oh, in a cyberpunk setting. It looks probably so the, the way to good,
0: dude. It. The graphics on that fucking game I cannot like on your new PC are you like astounded? Does it look really good?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so the guys at Curve Digital and yeah that that they they sent us a. So they sent me and Maca codes for it. And they, they sent me a Steam code and an Xbox code. So that was really cool. Because I've just got it on my PC and I've, I've got it on my, my Xbox. Yeah, the game looks beautiful. Like the, the art style is great. And the environments are so. Like the environments are so dense. Like with characters and stuff going on in the background and like vehicles moving around in that like cyberpunk, you know, that Blade Runner style you know like where where it's like such like a bustling metropolis that's just like so densely populated it 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 gets the style perfect basically in terms of the visuals and yeah i i'm really enjoying it so far i'd say i think i've had about two play sessions of the game so i've i've played for about 5 or 6 hours and um the first time i played i'd say i'd give it like i don't know like a 6 out of 10 experience and then the second time a 7 out of 10 so it's it's a game that has been getting better the more I understand it and the more, like, I understand the world and as I unlock more abilities and weapons and can switch it up, all that stuff is is great. I think the combat is really fun. There's, like, this mechanic where you can shoot over cover and so you, like, you can hide behind cover and then, like, shoot over it or you can, like, run around and run and gun, like, in, like, a twin stick style and different enemies will counter like either of those strategies like the enemies that like shoot at you as like sharpshooter types they will like if you don't take cover they can just wreck you like they'll just track you and and you can barely dodge them but then all the melee guys will rush you if you try and stay behind cover so you have to be really like flexible and use both styles of Balance. play yeah yeah it's re- it's it's really cool um and yeah the weapons are really satisfying like all the assault rifles and shotguns feel weighty and then i've got like an automatic rocket launcher now and an energy pistol and yeah. So it's like getting crazier and crazier as as I play more.
0: Is this multiplayer or single player? How are you playing?
1: Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's single player, but it's also got co-op and I've not tried any of the co-op because, you know, I, when I was playing the game wasn't, wasn't out and I, you know, I I didn't really know people with it, but yeah, I've heard the co-op is good. I know some people have said in the reviews today that like, don't bother playing it solo. Like it's way better in co-op, but I find, I find it fun solo. I think it's fine. I assume it's, it's great co-op as well. It looks like the type of game that would be really good co-op, sort of like a a Borderlands style experience where like, you can just tell when you're playing it, like, oh, this would be really fun in co-op, but it's great solo. There's like these really cool tactical abilities. Like I was able to get this ability that Mark's, enemies and then when you kill those marked enemies they like blow up like a balloon and then explode and like pop and that explosion deals tons of aoe damage to other enemies so it's been great to like when you fight a boss to mark their like fodder like add adds enemies um and then like you can mark them and then kill them next to the boss, and it'll just do so much damage to the boss. So, like, instead of directly shooting the boss, you're, like, shooting his minions and blowing them up next to it. It's, like, it, it's got, like, cool, strategic, like, RPG depth in that sense, because That's you really could cool. have, you could have, like, completely different abilities to me, and, and yeah, and it, it works really well. But also, I wanted to say, so in terms of achievements and trophies...
0: Yes! What when, I was gonna ask you about.
1: Yeah, when I got the game, the achievement list wasn't live or accessible and we didn't get sent a copy of it so basically when you go on like the guide it says the game doesn't have achievements even though it does and when you do the requirements for the achievements the achievements do unlock so like they i was getting achievements but i couldn't see what the list was while i was playing so it's like you're totally blind while you're playing and you don't know how to unlock them but you are unlocking them so I've I've never experienced that before. The list is out now, and it doesn't look like I've missed anything, which is which is good. But it was awkward because it's like I don't know if I'm doing. You know, there might be like an achievement to like in like the first level to like talk to this NPC or something that's hidden, and you know I'd have no idea, right? That that achievement even exists. But it it seems to be an easy completion. But yeah, you get you get a lot of achievements naturally, and uh, the list seems fine. Um. Yeah. So. That's that's so
0: interesting. I'm I'm like really curious if you were gonna if you were gonna chase this completion of the ascent. Is that the right name?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think so. I I wasn't sure. I mean, again, it's difficult. It was difficult to commit to it because, um, you, you know, know. I, I was going in without the list. Yeah, You're blind is that. Uh, <laughs> but the the list seems fine. Um, I'll probably go for it. The, there's so many games that are coming out now that I want to play along with like games in my backlog that. I, I don't know if I'll go for the full completion right away or if I'll just go for, like, beating the main story and getting, like, 700 points or something. Okay. But I, I definitely want to uh, play more of it, for sure. The completion seems manageable.
0: Do you know... This is something interesting, because I think it could be really fun for you and me. Do you know if there's, like, cross-platform support? Because I could buy the game on Steam, and we could... I'm not... i am I don't, like... Achievement hunt on Steam. I just kind of play games there. So while you're achievement hunting, we could we could try to co-op together as our first game. It'd be really fun.
1: But yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't I don't know how the the cross platform play works because I know that I know the game is on Game Pass on Xbox and on Ooh. Windows, but is also on Steam. So I'm not I'm not sure. So we have options definitely. We do. But, um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, it's not on PlayStation. It's one of those like third party Game Pass whoa so, that's, really exclusive cool. that's really cool that's
0: really cool because um, the game is just fucking baller dude I, I mean obviously i don't know the reviews and i haven't played it but i was just looking at the trailers and i was like i'm in the mood for that and yeah, it, looks, it-, it looks beautiful unbelievably beautiful
1: yeah, I'd say I'm at like a seven out of ten for it right now. I right. think it's it's been getting mixed reviews. I've seen it's it's interesting because uh, I saw Skillup today. He reviewed it and he loves it. Like he his title is like I strongly recommend the Ascent. And I know ACG Carrick, He also loves it. He thinks it's amazing. And then there's some people that are giving it like a like a six, like a five. I saw Metro, uh, the UK newspaper. Uh, they gave it a 3 out of 10, which Holy is shit. a little ridiculous to me. <laughs> and that's that's dragging down the Metacritic score on, on the Series X version now because, uh, yeah, the, they didn't, you know, in, in my opinion, they didn't explain their opinion very well in that review because they were saying like, oh yeah, the graphics are great, the gameplay is like okay, and then they're like 3 out of 10. And it's like, what? Like, like surely you've said, it, like, I understand saying it's mediocre and then giving it like a 5, but a 3 seems a bit... That's I don't know, so a bit ridiculous. Low.
0: That's like broken. Three is broken. Like it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, fuck? so that that was that was puzzling. But the re- the reception seems like from critics, it seems to be getting like mostly like sevens and like some some sixes and then like a couple of like eights and like nines and like strongly like recommends from from people like Skillup. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. And it was so it was so cool and so weird to to get a game early like that. Dude, I just, I
0: love, I love whenever, like, new releases come out, and they, they look really good, and I'm just like, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so interested in that, and this is, like, so much more interesting, because then you're, you're talking, you know, from your perspective about playing it early, and no achievements, and, like, all of this going together, like, I, I was just, like, enthralled by that whole conversation, because, like I said, I watched that trailer, and I was interested, it's like, I think I'm in the mood for that right now, like, do you ever, like, look at a video game, and you're like, oh, I didn't know that I wanted to play an isometric third-person sh- twin-stick shooter, but that's what I want to do right now. <laughs> and so I was looking at it, I was yeah. like, that looks baller.
1: Yeah, it's definitely for it's a, it's a genre where, like, there's not, there's not that many games as well. Like, I remember, I, I feel like the last one that I actually played, other than, like, roguelikes, which a lot of them are, like, top-down or, like, isometric, but... In terms of like that type of game, I remember there was that like Lara Croft game ages ago. Like the, it was like an Xbox 360 arcade game, and that's like one of the last ones that I remember playing. So, oh. I guess like Dead Ops arcade and like Black Ops Cold War and and some of the Black Ops games, but it, it's it feels so rare to see that type that genre of game. So yeah, it was uh, it was like a, a breath of fresh air in that sense.
0: One gener- whole ass generation ago, that was the last time I played one of those, and it was Dead Nation. I don't know if you've heard of that, but... Yeah, yeah, great game. Very fun, very fun. But that's the last one I played, and just seeing it, I was like, this is like Dead Nation. I was like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. But uh, are you is that it for your games?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's everything I've been playing. Okay. Uh, we talked about Counter-Strike as well with my PC, and, right. and that, that's pretty much it.
0: Right, well, yeah, you were testing that with your new PC. All right, I guess I'll kind of roll into mine. And, you know, I played a little bit of Persona 4 Golden. Actually, a lot. I'd probably, I probably got another 10 to 20 hours in, which is really good. That's really good, especially in a very long, like 90 hour normal campaign. And then I'll be replaying it to platinum it, trying to, I don't know if I will, but yeah, I had a lot of fun running uh, two dungeons and I got further in the story, which I'm at a point in the story where I am hooked. I'm actually stuck on a boss right now. I can't wait to play it again. Did you ever like, this is, this happened to me. So I was driving home from work and the entire time i'm thinking like i'm strategizing i'm like what could i do who what party members could i use um, yeah. like what party members could i use what kind of abilities i was like i wonder what kind of items cuz i i know that i need to use like this magic item i was like do i i wonder how many i have i'm just like sitting there in the car and i'm, just, I'm thinking about this game while i'm driving it's fucking like that's that's when you know it's got your it's hooks in you and you're thinking yeah that's about it. um
1: that exact same situation has basically been happening to me with Darkest Dungeon because you you choose like your party members and then you choose you choose like the trinkets to like equip everyone with and like the equipment you bring out on a mission and and like I'm always thinking like oh shit like I've got this boss fight next and like I know how to deal with it but it's like should I take like a marking party or should I take like a blight focus party and like oh I'm gonna equip this trinket on this guy and th-, and then you like. You like think about it so much that you're like, I just want to play because I really want to test it out. Like <laughs> yeah. I want to see how it how it actually works. So yeah, like 100, I I totally get what you're get what you're saying.
0: Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, so that's what that's one thing. That I was playing that on the go during my vacation. The after we finished recording the Resident Evil 8 spoiler cast, like I'd say four or five hours after I platinumed Resident Evil 8, so it was very short. You know, five hours after recording, just- and I was done i was done with the game i think i i don't think i deleted it which is pretty rare because usually i beat it and delete it like that's my thing just beat it delete it move on but um yeah i I finished that i freaking i i would say like my platinum go for this game is an 8.5 i i gave it the 0.5 like the little boost because on mercenaries you only have to get an s rank instead of the max which is sss and i think that is brilliant when doing a um, trophy list. It it isn't making you get the max, but it is testing your skills and challenging you. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, for
1: sure. Like yeah, yeah. No, I I fantastic. agree. We talked about it in the in the spoiler cast. Yeah. Yes. It, it, uh, that they that they leave you some some room for error is uh is good.
0: And dude, <laughs> this is kind of funny behind the scenes stuff, but I was telling you on the Resident Evil episode, I I cut out part of my audio and I and I re recorded it. Because I was editing and I heard myself say, I downloaded the Resident Evil 7 DLC. I can't wait to play as Yuffie. And I was like, hmm. Oh, no. I was like, that's wrong. So if you listen to the episode, it's very, you'll just hear like, it's its almost impossible to hear. But I cut it and it, I was like, Final Fantasy 7 Remake DLC. And it like flows right into I can't wait to play with Yuffie. And I was like, I was like fuck yeah, I feel proud for doing funny. that.
1: everyone's gonna know now because you have said it in the the podcast exactly
0: it's a little bit behind the scenes it's fun if you listen to the episode you didn't notice (laughs) you know i know it so uh yeah i played this yuffie dlc i finished it i 100%ed it and this is kind of where the topic on the table starts to creep into my mind okay so i am loving this dlc i actually want to talk about all of it okay number one i teared up during this dlc I got very attached to my characters because I was doing... They have, in in Final Fantasy VII Remake, they have like a VR simulation where you can fight bosses and it's just a simulation. So it just throws the boss into this giant arena and you get to try to take it down. And doing it like on the hard difficulty is really hard. But I was playing, I started my first run on easy because I just wanted to get more story. Um, I was behind on the story and I was really ready to get through and so I played it on easy I got all the collectibles I I really enjoyed it I got to learn who like Yuffie was and everything like that because I never played Final Fantasy 7 original and you know that's a disclaimer but I still fucking love this game It's I think it's really great. Do
1: you think that you will go back to Final Fantasy 7?
0: I have it on my Vita so yeah probably Cool. I think that I think it'll be fun it, I, I definitely can say I probably ruined it for myself but you know I at least I'm having fun with one of the games and I'll probably have fun with the other one too I've always been I always love just playing video games new old I don't care there's very few games that I hate and like again I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit too hard on it but I mean I really didn't like Halo Combat Evolved it just isn't there for me and I hate Dead Rising fucking hate that game I think it's terrible one of the worst games I ever played I tried to complete it and I just gave up I was like fuck this I'm not I'm done I can't do it anymore
1: (laughs) I can't Running Seven over. Day Survivor is one of the, it's uh, one of the hardest achievements. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. yeah so it's that. really hard. I I still don't have it, but I want it. Uh, I I actually do like Dead Rising, so and I, I should I should go for it.
0: And another game I hate is Destiny. I think I just I went into it. Yeah, Destiny. Destiny sucks. Destiny, Destiny sucks. does suck. Um, and I I mean like I went into the very first one thinking it was going to be like this really good graphic Halo game, like or not Halo. I thought it was going to be really good graphics borderlands type of game where you're running planet to planet and you're you're doing these fun missions with your friends and then it just was garbage there was nothing there's no substance to it it was all i know people love video games for raids, gameplay but it was, the it was all, good.
1: yeah the raids are good no, raids but too. that's
0: the thing is like i don't like raiding because i don't like to sit down f- for a video game and do one thing for a couple hours and maybe not get anything in, re- in return because you could fail and that that's like for me, that's not worth the risk and the reward, like especially because I don't really play multiplayer games. So I just don't like Destiny. I do. I think there's an audience there or I I don't think there is an audience there. There are people that like it, but it's just like I there's very few games that I just can't touch and I don't want to play. And and that's what I was trying to say. So I think when I go back to play Final Fantasy 7, the old one, the original, I think I'm going to like it like that's three games I gave to you that I don't like. And I've played a fuck ton of games, like over two hundred. So it's very rare that I play something and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. I don't like it. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah, although although two two of the three are like considered like pretty pretty loved games by they people. Are, so they there are. Is, you know, it's not like it's not like the three that you gave me were like Ride to Hell, Retribution, Balan, Wonderworld. Black, World, Black or, Tiger. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so so there is there is I guess some worry of that because. Um, right you know, if you don't like Combat Evolved, then, like, no game is safe, you know, at that point. Right. You know, (laughs) it's true. No game is safe.
0: (laughs) And, like, my best friend, he doesn't, like, he does not like indies, really. And the only indies I've ever got him to play that he loved was Limbo and Inside, both made by the same company, Playdead. I think that's right. And I'm always trying to get him to dip his toes into indies, because I think that that's a gaming market that a lot of people don't look at but i don't i think that they're missing out because it's it's a beautiful little place you know just to get games and like that once i expanded into indies like playing indie games that's whenever my my gaming taste really evolved and like opened up and so back to final fantasy 7 remake because i've i'm going on a totally bad tangent yes i will go back and play the original final fantasy 7 i don't know when but i will And I played, I got all the collectibles on Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, the Yuffie Intermission DLC. And then there was this fun fucking game inside the game. So they added like a mini game where you can play all the characters that you met. Not all the characters, but a lot, a lot of the characters that you could, that you met in the base Final Fantasy VII Remake game. And I was like, oh, so I can play this little board game with them and I'm going to do it. But the board game turns out to be this strategy um it's a just a miniature strategy game each side you have you have infantry swords you have archery bows and then you have like this shield type of enemy and each it's it's set up in a triangle so the archers are strong to or the shields are strong to the sword so the sword can't do much damage against the shield and then the sword is strong against the archer if it can make it there and the archer is strong against the shield. And you so every time the opponent plays a character, they start to march to the other side and it's like there's three towers of defense. So you have like a a, a king in the middle and then you have two like queens on the side, but they're they're just birds. But like they're marching. I don't know what kind of game this is. It's like a, it's just a strategy game. So you try to get your forces to the other side to take down the health of the king and the two queens. And I just was fucking having a blast with this game. It's called Fort Condor. And like I said, every time they put down something, I would just counter it with one of the things that would counter it. And I would go right through it and get to the other side. But on hard mode, it was so much more tough. But I mean, I was having a blast with that little game. I think you only had to beat maybe six or seven characters. So it wasn't like it took up a ton of time, but it was fun to get stuck and be like, all right. Who, like, what cards am I going to switch out so that I can get, like, different infantry characters? Because you'd have, like, you'd have a com- elite commander or a regular commander. Or you'd have, like, a flying uh, elite trooper or, like, a normal flying trooper. And, I, you know, I always got the cards to get the elites, and I would put them in. But I started to struggle, and I was like, I'll flip these cards in and out, try to mess with my strategy. And then you could also look at your your enemy's board, and you could, like, know what you could put down so that will counter it better so always 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 strategy and i finished that on easy and then you go into hard and it's just harder so much harder but it's really nice because when you beat it all all the fort condor players and you become the grandmaster you get the grandmaster board and that gives you a bunch of advantages i'm not going to go into it because it's pretty deep strategy but i use that grandmaster board on my new game plus hard mode So playing on New Game Plus, it was still difficult, but it was not as hard as it would have been if I just started on hard and like tried to get every like the baseboards to beat these fucking ridiculously strong boards. And so I did that and then I beat the game and I freaking loved it. And then there was two fucking trophies, two fucking trophies. And this is where it happened. Two silver trophies. Very ultra rare. Okay, on PSN, this um, one of the bosses inside of the virtual arena that I was telling you about is the trophy percentage is 2.8% of players have gotten this. And on the other one, it's 2.6. Oh man, I almost gave up on that one, on the other boss. But I'm sitting there and I think it took me a total 8, maybe 8 to 10 hours to beat both of these bosses. And I started to think while I was sitting there, I looked up a bunch of different videos, a bunch of different like character builds, how-to beat these fucking bosses and one of them was like i fucking did it pretty easily after about three hours and i got a really good build and i was like all right that wasn't bad but i still was like pulling my hair out pounding my head against the wall i was like jesus christ like i want you to know like these boss fights they go for like four minutes five minutes and then i just got sh- so fucking shredded it was like it was like i was doing these boss fights and they had a time limit and then the boss would do an ultimate move that kills everyone on the field So I was like, I have to do all of this damage in a short amount of time in order to get them before they fucking annihilate everyone. And it's just game over. I was even using items that would like, that would preserve one of the characters so that they would have one life left, like reprieve. And so then I could, I could raise another character and then they would die. And then I would raise them back. And I was like, all right, we're good. But then the boss is just more powerful. So they're just like fucking out there swinging and I'm trying to heal it was just, it was so much. And I'm like, when do I give up on this? When, when am I gonna fucking stop? Like, can I do this? And I just kept, you know, I kept going one one more video, one more video, one more strategy guide, one more something to try to help me out. And eventually I got them both. And I think the the final boss that I beat, I'm not, I can't, I can't say the name. I think it's a very big spoiler for people who played Final Fantasy VII, the original. I think I lucked out. Like, I, I know... I, I was like, this is the last time I'm fighting it. Like, I, it was another one of those things. I told you this on our first episode with Knack, where I was like, I'm going to open this chest one more fucking time. And if it's not in there, I'm deleting this app. And that's literally what I was doing with this boss. And his health was very tiny. And what happens is, after his second phase, he get, he becomes enraged. And then he starts to regenerate his health. And then he insta-kills insta- you. So best to just start the fight over after the second fucking phase. Because y- you can't win. He just starts going berserk. You can try to hit him as many times as possible to keep his health low. He'll do the thing. You have one character survive, and then you do one more attempt. And during the second phase, while he was down, he was stunned. I was like, "All right, I have nothing left. I- I'm not doing enough damage." I summoned, I s- summoned a summon, which is like a god character that fucking comes in, and it annihilated him. I was. He had like a quarter of health left, and I'm telling you, whenever I'm doing all of my max damage as possible, like, I should have taken maybe a quarter of the quarter. Like, I'm doing such minimal damage that I just am like, this is fucking outrageous. Like, why is his health so hard or high? And then they're limiting me. I just was starting to get to this point where I'm like, I am done. I I can't waste any more time on this trophy when I could be playing other games. And, you know, we're gonna go into this on the topic of the table, like, that mindset of, as a achievement trophy hunter... What the hell is the point it when when you can't do it? Like, when do you quit? And I summoned in this boss and it fucking killed him. I popped the trophy. I ran around my apartment. Like I was like on top of the world. I was like, I can't believe I fucking did it. I can't believe I fucking did it. And so I was done with the Yuffie DLC and I was like, oh, what am I gonna play next? And so I jumped into Watchdog's Legion and it was late at night. I think it may have been eleven or twelve o'clock and I was like, I'm not gonna start a new game. I have to work tomorrow. I I don't wanna just play for a little bit. Actually, this was this was before I went to Iowa. Okay? So I was like, I'm not working tomorrow, but I'm leaving early and I don't want to play one hour of this game, get one trophy, and then go on the road, and I'm gonna be thinking about the game that I wanna play the entire time. Not gonna start it. So then I came back and I was tired, because I know, you know, I told you that I was staying up till 3 a.m. like drinking and fucking partying and having a great time out there and then i was collapsed I, I went i slept for like two or three days and i went back to work and then i started i came home from work and i i started and then i couldn't bring myself to start the game okay so we're gonna f- just transition from what we've been playing now right on to the topic of the table because this is where i start having a bunch of that mindset that i was just talking about during final fantasy 7 and I'll go ahead and ask you, like, have you ever been stalled from starting a game because you're afraid of like, you looked at the guide and you're like, oh shit, I have to focus at the beginning or I'm going to miss something. Because for Watch Dogs, there's this trophy where you need to get a video game designer. And they say that on the guide, like, pay attention to this first part, you're going to be able to choose a character and you can get a video game designer there. And so I was like, ooh, I don't, I don't want to miss it. And then I didn't play it for like, A night that I totally could have I could have sat down with like three or four hours of it and I missed I did not get the video guy and I'm like all right time to go like I just want to play a video game again I've been gone out of town I came back I was tired I'm finally back to me I want to play video games so I just pushed past it and I had a permadeath on and this game has an update where you can play as a wrench or Aiden Aiden Pierce from the first one. And Wrench is like one of my favorite characters. I actually have a figure of him sitting right here in front of me. If I was on camera, I would have showed it off. I I freaking love Wrench. I think he's a great character. And it's been awesome like to play as him. And I picked it up and I forgot that I was on permadeath and Wrench died. And it was like, I cannot get him back. He's done. And I'm like, "Mm, that's not canon. That's not canon. Because there's a DLC where he's alive later. And I'm like, "Mm, mm, yeah, I'm going to restart. So I lost about two hours of progress. And I got back to that screen again where the game was telling me or the guide was saying you might get a video game designer there. Didn't get it again. And I was like, OK, I don't I. I just have this nightmare scenario because of Watch Dogs 2 on Watch Dogs 2. There was this fucking awful uh, trophy or achievement. Did you play
1: Watch Dogs 2? Yeah, I've played. Uh, I played Watch Dogs and Watch Dogs 2. Uh, they're OK. I'm not in a.
0: Did you platinum it or complete it? <laughs>
1: No, uh, okay. I got close in both games.
0: Yeah, I I got close in Watch Dogs one, and then in Watch Dogs two, there's a fucking awful trophy that I was pulling my hair out with because you needed to do, take a selfie with someone puking on the pier.
1: Yeah, I didn't get that one either.
0: And that it's one is really annoying. It's so fucking stupid, and I thought this was another one of those. That's how the that's how the guide was. Like the guide writer was writing it was like, hey, you need to get this because, you know, when you when you scan uh, people's occupations, it's random. So there's like a high RNG chance or like a low RNG chance of you getting the video game designer. Or yeah, I think that's what it is. Video game designer, which is you need to recruit them to your team. And I'm like, fuck, it's going to be another fucking puking peer trophy where I'm running all around this area, searching every fucking person. And none of them are going to be a video game designer. But guess what? I'm fucking lucky. And I found one and I recruited them within my first like, I think I've been playing for eight hours. And I think it was in my first five hours that I got a video game designer. I just saw him on the street and I was like, oh, hey, hell yeah, like took him, recruited him. It was popped the trophy real easy. And I'm like, I don't have to worry about that at all. And I picked a different guide and like somebody else who wrote a different guide and it was so much better. And this was before I started, I should have. I should mention that. So I read one guide, it stressed me out, I didn't start the game one night. I move on to the next night, I chose a different guide, and the person's like, enjoy the story. Like, sit back, play this game, you don't have to worry about anything. I'm like, damn, I wish I wrote, read this guy's guide first, because the other guy stressed me out, this guy is like, making me feel really good about this game, and I've sat down and I've been relaxing and playing it, and now I'm on my way to the fucking platinum, I know it. And it's just like, it all depends on how someone writes the guide. And it just wasn't written very well, I think, on the power picks. So I just kind of started having these thoughts, you know, and this again, I've said it like five times, but this is the topic on the table is so much of diving into why we play games the way we do and kind of breaking open (laughs) what makes this tick. And I have actually, I brought this to a discord, a completionist discord that I'm a part of and i got some feedback from a lot of people and i'm just like gonna throw in different perspectives while we're talking because i think that the way we play is not normal like it makes some casual people or some even like other hardcore gamers like when they hear what we're doing and how much we suffer sometimes they're like why the fuck do you play that way if it doesn't like make you happy and it's such an odd thing to try to like argue with someone because it's like you you either have a problem like they have a problem with you playing the game that way, which play the game how you want. That can be the end of the argument and it's all over. But my whole point is like, why do we do this if there's nothing in it? And for me, I have like all of these answers. So let's jump into it and go one at a time. Okay. So with you, you had, and I wrote this down while you were talking because I was like, are you fucking serious? So there's for one specific trophy or achievement, is there a time limit on how long you should spend on it?
1: I I mean it depends on the game, right? Right. Like, and on if, Darkest uh, Dungeon, you said you
0: took you you had like an achievement that took a few days. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, it well it took about two days See? of like dedicated playing. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, it depends on the game, right? Because if you don't, if you're not enjoying the game enough, then I'll 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 drop it after a certain level of uh tedium but if i really love the game i'll spend like I- i'd probably spend like 200 hours doing like the same thing over and over again until it until it works um but it just it just depends on the, i mean i enjoy um you know it, it it's not just for me it, it's not just about the achievement it's about mastering the game as well in the sense of just getting better and better at it but Again, it depends on the game and it depends on the achievement because there's some where that there's some achievements where you just need like really good RNG. And at that point it it can become not fun and you're not actually learning anything. You're just like you're essentially just functioning like a computer. You're just like doing another dice roll and seeing if you if you win this time and um that stuff I'll have less patience for, but for things that I can change and um where it's like a player skill Thing I think if I like the game enough, um, I'd I'd keep I'd keep going at it until I until I get it.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of where I was with Final Fantasy 7 remake. Like doing fighting those bosses, it was so interesting because even though I was pulling my hair out and banging my head against the wall, I'm looking back at them that those days like very fondly. I'm thinking about how fucking challenging that was and how. Fucking fun it was i love that combat it's so interesting and yes i was doing the same thing over and over again but i i could fucking say i did that like i am part of the very few people who did that because it is so fucking difficult like i just dare anyone who has that game to go fucking try it on hard you're gonna get annihilated look up guides. try it it's hard it is not easy like there was there was some base trophies that in in the final fantasy Seven original list final fantasy 7 remake original list where one of the bosses is actually the same so in doing it you did it during the base and now they're like all right here's 2.0 so you're gonna do it again on the dlc with different characters and the first time was not near as hard it makes it look easy and then you go into the dlc and you try it again it's so much fucking harder but once you get past the very first part so the way that it's worked, is it's structured in three rounds. Round one, you have a giant boss, and then that boss summons another boss, and you take out those two bosses, and you move on to the second round, and then it's one of the summons that you have, and you're fighting against it this time. And then round three, like a giant robot. And they all have a ton of health. And it's like, how the fuck am I going to survive all of them? But at least you get like 50% health and 50% magic power back, or magic points, every single time that you move on around and all i had to do not even fronting like i couldn't get past the the first round and so it's it's kind of like you're banging your head against the wall you're banging your head against the wall and it's like i can't even get past the first round and they expect me to do this two more times how how am i gonna do this two more times and i got past the first round and i wiped out the next two bosses without dying like first try first try and that for me was like all right we're moving on like i fucking beat the first part which was I was struggling a lot with you know what I had to do so I'm beating this boss and it's not that big of a deal I was telling you about how you get a you about three minutes in the boss does a big fucking move and it'll kill everyone and the boss kept doing that to me and I was getting pissed off and eventually I learned that I can take one of the element elemental materias and I can pair it with an element and if you do that on armor then you can regenerate you can regenerate health so the second boss that spawns in is a fire boss. And when that boss was attacking me, I was getting regenerated. My health was getting regenerated. So literally couldn't die. And I was like, okay, that's the strategy. If I can't die and everybody else dies, I just get them back up. We're fine. That's that's just how it works. And so once I figured that out, it was like one try, I'm done. I fucking d- annihilated everything. And the last boss is also a fire Like the third round boss is also fire element. So he would do like a fire attack and I would just stand in the fire and regenerate my health. And I was like... Because otherwise, if I didn't have that on, I'm like trying to avoid the fire on the ground. It's like little lava pits. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I I touched it. Now I'm burning or I'm hurt. And it's like, this is just so fucking difficult. But now that I am resistant to fire, I'm just going to play as one character and just cast all the spells until this fucking guy dies. And it, it was all about strategy. And it felt really good. But then the next boss... Like, I was like, why did they design it this way? It His health was going down so little and there was no element that I could really do anything with. And it just seemed like luck. And that's where the RNG conversation comes in. And I was going to give up. I, I knew there's a time to give up. And I think that every trophy hunter and achievement hunter has their limit. And there is a time to give up. And it's okay because I think recently, yeah, I gave up on Assassin's Creed. Remember, um... About two weeks ago, I was doing the Assassin's Creed challenges, and I just was like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that anymore." Because they seem pretty broken. They're they're broken, and it's not a, it's not a good use of my time. And I moved on, and I've played t- what three games since then. I played Final or Resident Evil Eight. I've played Final Fantasy Seven Remake DLC, and now I am in the middle of Watch Dogs. I could still be, <laughs> you know, in the middle of Resident Evil Eight by just sticking to one trophy that would have taken me fifteen hours plus. It's like, there's just sometimes where I draw that line. I have to draw that line and be like, I can't get the completion. And that's fine. It's fine. I still had fun trying and that's what matters. But it's just something that I've been thinking about a lot more and more lately. And this idea where I'm hindered by trophies or achievements. And again, I love playing this way. It's my favorite. It's my like favorite thing to do. Trophy hunt. I can't wait to fucking play Watch Dogs. Because I'm going to try to do the weird shit that they're going to ask me to do. Like earlier today, you know, I took down five people with a professional hitman. And that was fun. That was really fun and challenging. I didn't even look up a guide. I just kind of was like, can I do it? And I did it. (laughs) Like, that's really fun. But other people are saying like, here's someone said, I may not like the certain things I'm doing all the time for a trophy, but I'm still happy with it. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't do it anymore. And I think that's like kind of a big moral of the story is like, if you don't like it, then don't do it. But I think that a lot of people who start trophy hunting, they're like, why am I doing this? And then they see their numbers going up and they're like, oh, it's really, really rewarding. And you know, here's another, another person said, you have to be willing to put up with a certain level of frustration in order to stick to things when they get difficult or annoying. But balancing that with knowing when that goes too far and the elements of the, the elements make the game an overall bad experience. That's when you got to stop. And it's like, That is when you have to stop. Maybe you can revisit. I think that there's that's where it gets a little muddled with the time limit on one specific trophy. Um, Because if you think about it, and you know this goes into every single trophy list, if you're playing a game on the hardest difficulty, which you are, you're doing this with darkest darkest dungeon this week. You're going for DLC additional content achievements, aren't you? Yep. While you're going for the hardest difficulty, if you took the hardest difficulty. Achievement by itself think about how many hours that is maybe 20 to 40
1: right yeah the, well the um the hardest so it for darkest dungeon it's so it's a weird case because the uh the dlc i'm playing adds a new hardest difficulty as well so oh. it like it like combines with like the um the dlc is called the crimson curse and it's like about like vampires and then the hardest difficulty is blood moon and if you don't have the DLC enabled, the hardest difficulty is uh, Stygian instead or Stygian instead. And the difference is it gives you it gives you more weeks and more deaths to beat the game if you're doing it with the DLC because they know that the DLC is harder than if you play it without the DLC.
0: Right. So with that DLC trophy with the hardest the new hardest difficulty, my point was like doing that just for that achievement is like very long but you're doing other things in between that playthrough so it's worth it so when when there, you're just going for one thing and there's nothing else and that's all there is I think there is a time limit and for me it's it's probably like 10 to 12 hours and then I'm fucking out because like I said I could play something else do you have a time limit like that do you think
1: no I mean I, I kind of feel like we're talking in circles a little bit now right now um but you know i, I think I think as as I said earlier it depends it totally depends on the game and the achievement it's right. not something i'd i'd uh i'd not be like prescriptive towards uh any like specific uh time periods or or anything like that
0: have you ever dodged a list like you're you yeah look, you abs- look the guide?
1: Uh, yeah uh we talked about uh i mentioned briefly microsoft flight simulator mm. um i will never play that game on xbox or on well or on my main account at least that list is extremely difficult you have to be very good at, at flight simulators and then you also have to play for thousands and thousands of hours yikes um, i mean there's literally an achievement to get 1000 flight hours so like even if even if somehow you did everything else in under a thousand hours you'd still have to play for a thousand hours so there's like yeah th- uh, that that's like an example of a game where uh, i i i will like I'll probably play it on Steam if anything or or on a different gamer tag because um, yeah. I wouldn't want to get an achievement and then feel like I have to uh I have to fully commit to it.
0: I have burner um, I have burner accounts too for games that I want to play and I don't want to commit any kind of trophy trophy list to my main account. Like I will I have like a multiplayer account for multiplayer games because I'm not going to chase multiplayer lists. I think they're terrible. I think they shouldn't even exist. Like honestly that's my opinion. I I don't think any multiplayer gamer is, like, looking at the trophy list going, oh, yeah, I can't wait to, like, try to do these. They're just, like, fucking playing the multiplayer game and it's popping trophies. And then eventually they look occasionally. I wouldn't say... I would say if you look at the percentage of multiplayer games and, like, their percentage of completions, I bet they're real low. Real low. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, multiplayer achievements and trophies are... They're, like, other things that I would give up on a lot quicker, definitely. I think as well it's, like with multiplayer stuff it's like there's a very specific moment in time where it's like the best time to get those achievements and then like if you miss it like if you're if you're too late to the game it's like such an uphill struggle um or you just like well i mean there's there's plenty of games with really good single player and pretty bad multiplayer as well so you know like i remember that game singularity is a really good first person shooter but it had a multiplayer mode bolted on with achievements and it just sucked so um yeah, you know, multiplayer for me, I have uh, I have less patience for. Yeah. yeah um,
0: sorry I ranted. I ranted a long time about some of these yeah. things and, like, where I was in the past two weeks. But, uh, yeah, like, my cousin came in here this morning and I told him, like, what I was writing about. And he told me, like, he was like, do you think of your hobby now more as work? And I was like, mm, fuck no. I never ever think about trophies as work. I think I'm having a fucking great time doing it it's um some of them are challenging and definitely frustrating but i never felt like it if it ruins an experience then it's probably not worth chasing and like that's that's generally how it was and you know there's sometimes where i push past that like with resident or not resident evil with um red dead redemption 2 you know like i put that game down like i played it all and i put it down and i was like multiplayer shit nope
1: <laughs> I'm not yeah if gonna it's if it's if it's not uh if it's not fun or satisfying then there's 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 no point anymore and uh you know we want to celebrate achievements and trophies as well you know of absolutely. course absolutely it's got, so um, much
0: fun to do this so much fun to do this
1: yeah we've we've got um an achievement and trophy of the week right uh we do this, this time i'm i'm excited to to he to hear yours
0: yeah i went for something a little different i wanted to <laughs> highlight a more of a milestone. I think that's really really fun. So I'll, I'll shout that out. Are you ready to move on to that, or do you have yep. any like? Do you have any thoughts about all of the stuff that I ranted about?
1: No, no. I think uh, I, I think we we covered it. Okay, uh, pretty much. Awesome.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I actually want to hear yours first. I think that's really exciting.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. So uh, for me, it's from a game I haven't played yet, which um, is interesting. Um, so. Uh, I, I really want to play there's this game that came out this week I believe this week or last week uh, it's called Death Store I don't know if you're, you've heard of it so I've heard amazing things about this game it's an indie game it's from the developers of Titan Souls um, it's like a cute like Zelda like game and everything I've seen see, seems wonderful from like the gameplay to the world and I, I've heard from you know people I people I respect and their opinions and um, that it's some people's game of the year so far. Whoa. It's had amazing reviews. It's got an 88 on Open critics, so it's got, like, the... It's, like, above, like, Returnal and, like, Ratchet and & Clank. And, Holy shit! And Resident Evil and, and all this. Yeah, 97% of critics recommend it. So, like, it, it's come out of nowhere. It's a Devolver digital game, um, and it's on Xbox and PC. It's not on Game Pass, sadly. Um, which, because it's... Because it's an Xbox and PC exclusive and not on Game Pass, I feel like basically no one's gonna play it, which is a shame. Is a shame. Um, so I definitely need to get to it. I've I've bought it, but the two achievements I really like on the list. So either my achievement of the week you can have can have either of them. It has to be a pro gamer which is for beating the game, and it's a play on words with crow sounding like pro, you know, pro, ga- pro oh, gamer. that's smart, yeah. And then uh, the other one is in-core hoots, <laughs> uh, like, like you know, uh, and it's for meeting three owls. So, you know, hoots for, for the owl and Very core. punny trophies, but very good. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's good uh, onomatopoeia. Um, right. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty bad puns, but it it just seems like a game that has so much like love and attention into even the achievement names and the achievement list and and i've heard from what i've heard about the game that extends into the game itself so i'm sort of i'm using these achievements of the week to uh to get more attention to it and to also like like force myself to play it and and report back about the game at some point um, that's really cool so yeah yeah what's what's your uh trophy of the week
0: My trophy of the week is a trophy called I'm the Warden now. It's from Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And the reason that I chose this is because I recently hit a milestone on trophies. And I was like, that is really cool. I definitely want to look and see what the trophy was and what game I was playing when it happened. And that's my 11,000th trophy. And I was like, holy shit. I have been doing this for so long. I have 11,000 trophies. I think I have like... 11,100 and something. And I'm just like, dude, that is, that is awesome. I feel like in the past couple of years, they've really skyrocketed. I feel like I went from like maybe 6,000 up to where I am now, like to 11,000 and just in a couple of years.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like, um, achievements definitely come like a lot faster now than they used to, but, um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a great milestone and great achievement. I love, um, I love tracking my stats like that as well sometimes, and yeah, uh, yeah I I don't know where my next uh, my next milestone is, but I'll have to I'll have to keep an eye out. Yeah, and I didn't
0: I didn't explain the the trophy because it's like a, it I think it's a spoiler story trophy, and so I was like, okay. Ooh, I don't I don't want to go into detail if people haven't played haven't played it. So that's all like just the name and what game, and it. I mean that I I really love the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart trophy list. I had a lot of fun. I don't know if we talked about it where I think that it's a really, this is something that we really should have discussed because there's a, there's a huge debate of like, is it a good trophy list or a bad trophy list because it's accessible? Like it's an easier one. You don't have to collect all the collectibles in the game. You don't have to max out, fully upgrade all your weapons. You don't even have to do a full new game. Plus you just have to start it. I think and, like, it makes this game that's really good end very soon. So I maxed out all my weapons because I freaking was loving the game. And I thought that it was just, like, really, really fun. And if there's DLC, I think it'd be really fun to have all my stuff maxed out going into it. But it's just this idea that you don't have to even collect everything to get the platinum. And I think a lot of people are like, this is super easy. But it's also, like, a kind of a kid's game. So, like, how would you... How do you feel about that?
1: I mean... Uh... I, I don't think necessarily... Uh, I mean, it's difficult, right? I think that if... It depends on the type of game, but also, like, if, if the game has really satisfying gameplay, then you definitely want there to be an achievement or a trophy that, like, puts those skills to the test, like, that that forces you to engage with the mechanics. I, I think that, like... Like it, like, it... I don't know. It's like, um... I know what you mean. And they have some of those. If a game has like, yeah, like if a game has like a dodge in it, right? Like you want to make it so that when you play the game or when you like get, yeah, not necessarily get an achievement, but just when you, when you play the game that you have to, you have to use the mechanic. You can't, you don't just ignore it. Right. So I feel like if a list is too easy, it can sort of spoil some of the fun or some of the potential, but you know, there's plenty of it like, the list being easy or hard on its own isn't what makes it good either. It, it like, it has to be right for the game, and it has to be inventive and interesting as well, I think. You know, if it's just, like, a by-the-numbers, like, standard list where you've seen it, like, a thousand times before, it's it's less interesting than if they have, you know, if they have some cool, like, Easter egg achievements or or trophies or something, or, or something that really adds to the game and makes it makes it more compelling than it was originally. So, you know, I I don't think that's necessarily tied to difficulty, but in terms of getting you to to use the mechanics of the game and to get really skilled at the game, I think there's definitely a a place for those sorts of achievements and trophies and it should be um it should be praised and applauded.
0: Right. And, you know, there's I was just I pulled up the trophy list here and there are there are different you know skilled uh trophies that are pretty traditional like you know kill 10 enemies with returning shots from a certain weapon kill two enemies with a single ricochet round like these are just like little fun things and the one that like a lot of people struggled with because i think it was a little bit uh buggy and a little bit hard was there was a weapon with a shield and when you hold the shield up it it um will absorb projectiles and then you can shoot it back out And kill an enemy but if you're too close the shield has like a shotgun kind of explosion so you'll shoot out the shield and not the projectiles and they want you to kill the enemies with the projectiles not the shield and so you have to stand really far back and i feel like this was a little bit more challenging like this was definitely one of the more challenging trophies you have to stand really far back and make sure the projectiles are hitting the enemies and not your shield and that was probably the most difficult thing in the game and it wasn't really hard. Like I I I had a good time with the trophy list. I I wasn't mad at it. I think that sometimes it's good to have a game that's very accessible and easy. Like holy fuck, dude. On PlayStation, it has um an 18% platinum rate. And on the PSN profiles, the tracking of all the people who have gotten it, there's 17,000 out of 26,000 and that's 65.73% of the people tracking the trophies got it. So it shows you just how easy it is like it's not a hard yeah. it's not a hard one at yeah. all
1: yeah that's crazy that's that's like getting close to the numbers you see from like the uh almost like the uh there's like easy achievement games like it's not too it's like in the middle between like a i guess like a quote-unquote regular game and like one of those like one of those games where it's like 60 percent of people or like 80 percent of people have right have Dude, all the achievements. Two, two it's like in between the
0: according to the website two-thirds of the people on the website have the platinum
1: like yeah that's crazy that's i mean just from like not knowing the list but just looking at those percentages it's probably like a little too easy like probably but yeah it's not like in itself the difficulty isn't necessarily a problem no yeah i I get i get what you mean
0: (laughs) two out of ten difficulty not hard not hard at all but Uh, that's really it besides the the we had some write-ins on the very first episode for our proudest completions and these are some of your proudest completions Justin VAD wrote in and his top two his number two is NHL 16 and he said it's one of my rarest trophies simply due to two trophies one requires you to be the top of the online ladder at the end of the season and win a bazillion online games is basically what he was saying um, collect every card from um, every hockey team in the game, which is a lot. So that that's why he's proud of that one. And then his number one is Fortnite, which I would be like, probably not proud of that. But then he goes on and says, not a lot to say. 1,300 hours of gameplay, plus probably a 6 to 7 out of 10 difficulty. Uh, He said many a podcast were listened to while grinding this game. He made a I'd lot of friends. To... Dude, me I, either.
1: I would I would never be because that that game is so difficult and like like it, it's so time consuming to complete. I totally, if I had that, I'd be really proud of it to be honest. Because I think it's so not, too. It's not the uh, it's not the BR mode either. It's the like save the world. Yes, um, and that's like, that's what he goes defense. on to say.
0: He said it made a lot of friends along the way. We boosted five hundred thousand builds, over one thousand matchmaking games, and ten thousand survivor survivors saved. What the fuck, dude? That's so much. like that is so much oh man so yeah and then jen comes in on the comments and he said i'd say my my proudest uh completion would be red dead redemption 2 right up there with me He, he i have a uh he says i have too much love for that game over a good 700 hours clocked in and about eight playthroughs insanely good holy shit dude i didn't even play the game that long i feel like i feel like mine was a little over 200 and that was like
1: fucking yeah i mean all. eight 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 playthroughs seems uh ridiculous that's it's crazy a lot. <laughs> it's
0: a lot oh man well do you have anything to add aj any final thoughts
1: oh i mean i'm, I'm happy about the writings the writings were really uh interesting uh y- yeah the uh I'm, I'm hoping everything is is returning to normal in terms of in terms of my computer and my my process and everything um that, 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 those are my final thoughts Ho- hopefully uh hopefully things are things are smoother from now on
0: yeah that was it felt really good to sit back down and record again like i was i was ready for it all right that's uh that's gonna be it for this episode thanks for listening have a good one peace out see ya.